Good afternoon. Here we are once again from, tab from Table Talk, Blood Covenant Ministries in Chino, California. I am so honored today to have with me Pastor Dr. Campos, who has come here to join me today to bless you all. Remember, if you remember our last program, it was my plan to give you nuggets to help you. We didn't want to preach at you. We want to do something a little different, which would be to give you nuggets to help you in your daily walk. So I couldn't think of a better person to bring. This is a month of love. Uh, so our topic today is uh, matters of the heart. So I wanted to ask Pastor Dr. Campos, what was it in her journey that has helped her get to where she is today? Don't you want to know? I want to know because we need to glean from one another. I want what she has. I want to get where she is. I need to know what worked for her, what maybe didn't work for her, so that we can all get to the right place at the right time, especially in this month of love. Amen? Amen. So Pastor Campos is from Wow Ministries, amen. Mm -hmm. And uh, Pastor Campos is over a bunch of women, right? Yes. Tell the people a little bit about yourself. Okay. Hi, I'm Dr. Pastor Rosanna <laughs> Campos. Um, I have a Women of Worship and Warfare Ministry for women. We equip, yes. we train, and we raise up women to teach them the word of God and to teach them how to stand against the wiles of the enemy and to learn how to use the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. And so I'm so excited to be here with Apostle today. I am excited. <laughs> I wanted to put a plug in. Pastor Campos just recently opened up a woman's home. So if you know anyone out there that is struggling abuse or addictions, uh, we she wants to give you her website to before we're done with this program so that you can help that ministry. Uh, we're believing for more than one home because yes. we're here to reach the lives. We're here to impact. Yes. We're here to touch. And she's exactly the person God has raised up for that. God has brought her to Blood Covenant. We are blessed. We are seeing women delivered. So I want to talk to you a little bit about matters of the heart. Uh, in Proverbs 4.23, it says, Keep thy heart with all diligence. Pastor Campos, in your journey, because you weren't always saved, and you weren't probably, I don't know much, you weren't raised in a, in a, in a church home, maybe. What helped you in your journey? What, is, what helps you to help women? It's the love of God. You know, I came from a broken family. Um, my father left my mother at a young age, and my mother raised us up. And um, then I got into some relationships that broke my heart, and I got bitter and bitter mm -hmm. until I came to a place of coming to the Lord in my circumstances. And when I came to the Lord, I had to learn how to apply the Word of God in my life, mm -hmm. which wasn't easy at that time because you want to harbor things but not knowing that the more you harbor, the more bitter you become. Yes, yes. And then anytime oppositions comes or trials come, what's in your heart, the Bible says, out of the abundance of your heart, your mouth will speak. Yes. And so anytime I had opposition, I would just begin to bring an outburst of rage mm. and didn't understand why. But I had a lot of things in my heart that God wanted to release. And I had to learn how to get the scriptures and begin to apply it and speak it over my life that 
You know, I had to learn to forgive. I had to learn to love unconditionally. I had to learn, you know, to apply that word, not just be a hearer, but be yes. a doer. Yes. Because I wanted the blessings of God. I wanted to be happy again. I wanted to live life again. But my heart at that moment had been broken. Wow. Okay, so would you say then, Dr. Campos, that in that difficult time, we know that all things work together for good. Yes. And that you are who you are today because you experienced some of those hurts. Yes. But did you ever have a mentor to help you to go? How did you make it through one of the painful times? Because we all know in everyday living, yes. we're going to run into people that just plain hurt us. Right. Uh, some do it on purpose and some not on purpose. Right. As our responsibility as believers, um, I'll say just to survive or make it through our destiny. Right. We're going to have to implement forgiveness and love, you said. Yes. Did you ever have a mentor that helped you? How, did, how can we help them right. today? Right. I, I did have a mentor. I was like um, Ruth. Mm -hmm. I held on to Naomi. Okay. And so I, I gleaned from this woman of God. Her name was Lupi De La Hoya. Oh. And I, I just watched her, how she prayed and, and how she had the love of Christ and how she was so strong in the Lord. And I said, Lord, I want what she has. Wow. I want that. So I remember um, going to her and saying, Lupi, um, I want you to mentor me. I want you to pour into me. I want everything that you had. Wow. And I remember her saying, "Do you understand the price you're right. gonna you're gonna pay for what you're asking for?" And I said, "I don't care." Oh, wow. I was like, "The devil already messed me okay. up, and he already did all kinds of things to me. He lied to me, and he did all these things. I want to know God." Wow. And so I held on to her. I I went to prayer. I I sat with her for one um, one day out of the week and. And she just broke down the word to me. But I, I remember reading the story of 1 Samuel, how God had sent um, Samuel to go anoint one of Jesse's sons. Yes, yes. And I love that scripture that said that God doesn't look at the outer Amen. appearance, but he looks at the inner appearance. And I wanted God to heal every area of my life wow. because of the wounds and the afflictions that had come in my life. So I wanted the Holy Spirit to go in there and begin to cut away all the things that I had from my past, yes. from my from a childhood, from my childhood. And and it's sometimes it's not easy because he he's gutting. You know, True. gutting stuff that we've held on to. Oh Sometimes Lord. it's not always the devil. Right. A lot of times it's our flesh. Right. You know, there's things inside of yes. us that we don't want to let go. Right. No, no, you can have everything right. else. You can come into my living room. Yes. You can come into my kitchen, but you're not coming oh. into my bedroom. Right. That, right. Uh -uh. There's some secrets oh. there that I don't want to give up. But God is saying, no, I want to gut everything mm -hmm. out. And that was a place of me just humbling myself and yielding myself and asking God, search my heart heart search my heart you know and when we ask God for love we have to understand that sometimes the opposite comes oh yeah because you know how that is <laughs> it's easy to love somebody yes. when they love you back oh, of course but how about loving someone when they're oh, going off on you oh, or they're angry at you yes. or they have an attitude oh, with you yes that's you know today I was just sitting with one of the girls and it's not just being a hearer I said yes. it's about being a doer Wow. So it's practicing. Okay, help me to practice yes. right now because, you know, my flesh is saying this. But I had to learn to say, Lord, help me right here. Hallelujah. I need your help. 
I need you to guide me. I need you to give me the words to say because my flesh is saying this. But I need the Spirit of God to guide me to love this woman right now as she is, you know, acting out. Mm. You see? And the Holy Spirit is our helper. Yes. So, see, that was the key. She asked for help. She asked for mentoring. And then she implemented. Because in this season of love, it's so easy to say, oh, I love you. And it's easy to love the lovable. Right. The test comes with the unlovely. And all of us have an unlovely side to us. No matter how lovely you think you are, there are those days where you don't feel good. You might be tired. You may be battling something physically. That's when we must... Actually, what she did was she said, Lord, help me. If you were listening, in in Psalms 51 and 10, it says that David said, Create in me a pure heart, O God, and renew a steadfast steadfast spirit within me. In this journey, we're going to have to constantly. It's not a one-time matter. It's not once you get saved, Pastor, and you go, okay, that's it. Create in me love. No, it's a continuous test yes every day that you will have to you because you deal with women how many women that are out there we are probably the hardest people to get along with it sometimes unfortunately we can say that because we're women not that men aren't but women we are emotionally driven if we are not careful and we can be the hardest people and mouthiest people yes opinionated people and we we hurt ourselves but God also has created us to give birth. Yes. So I believe in this season of love. God is trying to pour out his love upon our hearts so that we can be a blessing to others. Yes. Do you have something there you'd like to share? Yes. In 1 Corinthians 13, it says, Though I speak with the tongues of men, of angels, but have not love, I have become a sounding brass or a clinging cymbal. And though I have the gifts of prophecy and understanding of all the mysteries and all knowledge, and though I have all faith and so that I could remove mountains but not have love, I'm nothing. Mm -hmm. And in verse 4 it says, Love suffers long. It is kind. Love does not envy. Love does not parade itself. Is not puffed up. And does not behave rudely. Love does not seek its own. Is not provoked and thinks no evil. Verse 6, does not rejoice in iniquity, but rejoices in truth. Verse 7, it bears all things, believes all things, and hopes all things, and endures all things. This was a scripture that I had to learn how to meditate and chew on it, and then again, apply it in my everyday life. Not just once, no. every day, every morning, wow. I had to learn how to apply it. And one thing I loved about this, it says, love will never fail. Never fail. And love covers a multitude of sins. So watch this. I, I, I listen to you, Pastor Campos, and, and I see God in you. I see the love in you. I know people that um, are getting to know you now, and they have come to me, and they have said, Pastor Campos has so much love. You could feel it. And they all call me mom. So they're mom, you could feel it. I said, yes, you can feel it. That is so important. Church, not just Pastor Campos, not just, we are all supposed to be representing Christ with love. So that may mean that rather you put in a family with, you're not, you can't pick your family, unfortunately. 
I would have picked a millionaire. <laughs> but my daddy gave me spiritual lineage. So I thank God. We got to grow from where we're at, church. And some of you people that are out there, Valentine's is coming, and you're saying, I don't have a lover, or I don't have someone to spoil me. Those are all just the pluses in life. But if you don't have Christ in your heart, and you don't have a peace in your heart, and you don't have his presence in your heart, you can have all kinds of husbands, all kinds of men. We found that with the woman at the well. Yeah. She had experienced all these different men. But unless you have the love of God in your heart, you're never going to be happy. You're never going to have everything that God has purposed yeah. for you. And in this month of love, yeah. I want to say, Pastor Campos, you said that you had to implement it. So let's go back a little bit. In your early days, because you've been in church for a long time now, yes. and we get hurt in churches. Yes. Amen? Yeah. And, and people hurt us and people betray us. What helped you through that time? Right. It was the Word of God. Mm -hmm. You know, learning how to apply um, unforgiveness. Because mm -hmm. there's three strategies that Satan will use is an offense, unforgiveness, and betrayal. Wow. But love covers it all. Wow. And so it's it's allowing the word to go deep down into your heart and begin to penetrate in those areas so that you can learn to apply the, you know, work the unforgiveness. Yes. I can say it, yes. but my heart is not feeling it. And I have to keep on putting that word inside of yes. me so that it can go in and it can penetrate. And then at the same time, I can step out in faith and forgive those who have hurt me. Forgive those who have betrayed me. Forgive those who have come against me. Forgive those who have persecuted me and, and ridiculed me. Because if Jesus did it, then I can do it too. Amen. And the greater one lives in me. I have the Holy Spirit who is my helper, my comforter, my intercessor, my advocate. Yes. He's my teacher. Yes. The Bible says he will always lead us into truth Amen. and always lead us into triumph. And so when I yield and then I allow him to come in, and I just humble myself and I allow him to come in and he begins to guide me and he begins to take yes, over yes. that I'm going to get the victory because it's not going to be me. Amen. It's going to be him. Amen. And so the more I die and the more he arises. Wow. Amen. Okay. So I got a question for okay. you because I'm looking at the finish right, right now. Okay. So they're looking at you and they go, well, that's Pastor Campos. Right. You know, look at her. She's a woman of God. She has a group home. She's travel she has a ministry right. what about me the person that doesn't know what she knows but you weren't always here no not always okay so and you're still growing and there's yes. still much more for all of us amen yes. but you weren't always here but so the key would be then what i think i'm hearing is that the word yes implementing being mentored yes and being tested yes because see we're asked for a lot and you know what saddens my heart, Pastor Campos, which I don't want to go there right now, but I see that the enemy has come in, yeah. destroyed homes, right. he's destroyed families because of the lack of love. Right. And I know, church, those listening, it's not always easy. It's easier to buckle, it's easier to fight, it's easier to be prideful, it's easier to demand your... your I'm going to say what I'm going to say, and this is what I'm feeling. But that's not, 
anything that we've talked about right now right. states any of that or affirms that. It's the complete opposite. Yeah. So Christ died. Yes. He took a slapping on his face. He was spit on his face, took rejection. He didn't have to do any of that for us. So would you say that you are where you are right now because you implemented all those steps? Yes. And so does it get easier? It gets easier because the more you apply it, then you just become, you, you just start doing what the word tells you to do. It's just like with yeah. sports, you know, you practice yes. to become better. Yes. Well, then all of a sudden, you know, because you're submissive to the Holy Spirit, you'll yield. And then he begins to guide you because you're rendering to him. Yes. You know, are, are, is there times where somebody can pierce my heart? Yes. But I got to learn how to pluck those things yes. out immediately and remove them and, and, and begin to forgive them. The Bible says, forgive your enemy immediately, yes. you know? And so we have to learn, you know, as long as we're carrying our cross and doing the will of God and on a mission and on a purpose and we have a destiny for him, we're always going to have an enemy. Yes. He's always going to try to peek his little head up. Yes. He's always going to try to use someone close to yes. us. He's always going to try to bring in somebody in your ministry to try to hurt you yes. or, or to come against you. But we have to understand that we're not fighting against flesh and blood. Amen. Say that again. We're not fighting against flesh and blood. For the weapons of our, our warfare, they're not carnal. And so I have to understand that I cannot fight this enemy blood on blood, flesh on flesh. No, this is fight is on my knees. This fight, I have to get in that place with God and I have to begin to seek the Lord and allow the Lord. God says, vengeance wow. is mine. He said, the battle's mine. And so I have to learn yes. to give it to him. Yes. And when I give it to him, then he's the one that will go before me. Wow. Keys, nuggets. So that tells me if I, wow, okay, let me let me break this down right here. So so if I, our weapons are, are they're not carnal, no. but they're mighty through the pulling down strongholds. Yeah. So if I practice, yes. not looking at my enemy's face, but the enemy behind the face, yes. then it'll be easier for me to implement forgiveness and love. Yes. Because it's not my husband, it's not my child, it's not my mother-in-law, it's not my grandmother, it's not my neighbor, my co-worker, whoever your enemy may be at this yes. moment. It's not them, mm -hmm. it's the enemy behind them. Yes. So then it helps me better to continue to love yes. if I can remove them yeah. From the problem. Yeah. Is that what helps? Yes. Okay. So did you hear that? So if you're having a, a problem, which if you're not having one right now, you will eventually, because yeah. we're living among the living, yeah. then the one of the keys, one of the nuggets is to um, we said implement, yes. apply, be mentored. She said prayer. Yes. She said um asking God to help her, the Holy Spirit to help her. Yes. But remembering that your enemy is not flesh and blood. No. Wow. So so if we remove that, if we remove that, Pastor Campos, right. then we won't be so angry when they come against us. Right. Do you think maybe that's how Jesus could still love Judas? Yes. Because <laughs> when he looked at Judas, he, he, because he was part God and part man, yes. the God in him said, this isn't Judas doing this. Mm -hmm. This is my enemy that's yes. using Judas. For Judas is still a soul. Yes. Yeah. Oh, I get it. So now, 
we can all walk away from this today, hopefully, in the month of love. Yes. And practice loving someone that's really difficult. Yes. How's that? What an assignment. Right. Practice loving. Because if you can love them, you will be liberated. You will be set free. Because as long as you hate them and have anger towards them, you are in bondage. Yes. Right? Yes. And you are, are stifled and unable to grow. And actually unable to be fruitful, too. So in this message, table talk, I would like to say, I want to say to you out there that you should, you should really press on to love and forgive. Yes. Forgive is a key. Yes. If you could forgive your offender, yeah. let it go. Some will hurt more than others. Some will be more intense than others. Yes. She said the arrow, she could feel the sting at times. Yes. But if you practice to let go, yeah. let go fast. I practice this, Pastor Campos, as soon as I feel an offense, right. which you all know when it comes, yeah. I do this. Yeah. I put my hand over my heart and I begin to say, Father, I guard my heart. Right. Because the Bible says that out of my heart, issues of the issues of life come. Mm -hmm. So if I am wounded and hurt right. and offended, I am no good to anybody. Right. Because what's going to come out of me is going to be my issues. Yes. Right? Yeah. So that's the whole strategy of the enemy is to get us wounded, get us hurt, yes. so that we are no good to the kingdom of God. Right. But wow, when you overcome and you become a pro, like Pastor Gonzalez, <laughs> then you can have your home. <laughs> and you can be tested again. Yes. But now she can teach yes. what has worked for her. Right. Amen. And I like to use this, you know, because um, there's times where I have to correct some of the girls. And, and one thing that my spiritual mom would always say to me is, Mija, guard your heart. Because oh. I'm going to say something to you right now. And it might hurt. So she's preparing me yes. because she's going to correct me. Yes. And she's letting me know that it's coming. Yes. So I don't want you to get offended. You know, listen to what I'm saying to you. You know, and she's bringing the truth to me yes. so those areas can be corrected. Oh. And that's what I love when you can come to your children and say, look, there's things that I'm seeing that I don't like. Mm -hmm. Or there's things that God is showing me that he needs to work on you and I need to address it to you. You know, and that's what a mother does. Yes. She wants her children to go in the right direction. She wants them mm -hmm. to make right decisions. And everything a mother would do would be here because this is the wisdom and the counsel that we need to guide us in our lives. Okay, so watch this. So a mother will instruct and, and she'll do that. Would you say that if you have a love relationship with your mother, you can receive her discipline? Yes. Do you know, yes. as a young girl, I, I got spanked, you know, out there a couple of times, real good, too. <laughs> but I love my daddy so much, right. so much, right. that I knew I earned it. Right. So I could love him. I didn't hold a grudge. I wasn't angry with him. I didn't make excuses. Right. I took accountability. Right. So, so if we have a love relationship with our spiritual children, right. then they will receive. Yes. Our correction because they know your heart yeah they see that you want the best for them oh they wow. see that you want the blessings of God you know on their lives you yes. want them to get victory over their battles their trials their tribulation and as long as we submit to the truth they will always 
become victorious in him. Wow. We'll always, okay, I got, I got this in my spirit real quick, Pastor Campos. There are leaders out there. Yes. They're going to watch this program. And, and they lack love. And they lack love because they maybe didn't get love. Right. Um, maybe they never learned what it's like to be loved. Right. Maybe they're hurt. Maybe they're, But they're hurting people. Right. What would you say to the leaders out there right now? How can they change? Because they're hurting people. Right. Because they're wanting to correct without a relationship. Right. You cannot correct or discipline without a relationship. Right. If you have a relationship, you can correct. You can discipline. Actually, if you, there's intimacy, right. Right. <laughs> you you will listen. Yes. We yeah. will. That's for another subject. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but will you talk to? Sure. I feel it by the spirit. There's leaders out there that keep asking, "Why am I failing? Why am I losing people? Right. Why am? Why does nobody like me?" And they're blaming. Right. Oh boy, they're blaming the anointing of the Lord in their life, but they're being deceived. Right. It's not got nothing to do with the anointing. They're not loving Pastor Campos. Right. Could you talk to them and give them some keys, some nuggets? How to love? Right, right. Sometimes I feel that a lot of times that we look at our Heavenly Father and we see our Heavenly Father like our natural father. But that's not true. Mm. Our Heavenly Father is a loving God, yes. a merciful God. Yes. He loves us unconditionally. And when you get in that secret place with God and you begin to spend that intimacy time with God, when you get to spend that time in prayer, God will begin to speak to you. In that place is where God begins to reveal our hearts mm -hmm. so that he can purge and he can pluck and he can remove those things that we've harbored in our heart. It's in the presence of God that he begins to yes, melt Lord. us. He begins to deal with the heart. Yes, but we've got to come to a place of getting in that place and, and asking God to search out our hearts. And when you get in that place and really begin to feel the love of Christ, he'll begin to pour his love inside of you. And those wounds, yes. those hurts, those disappointments, those accusations, maybe some of the people that were with you, they said they would never leave you. They would be with you and, and they would help you build and establish the kingdom of God. And maybe they didn't follow through on it. And maybe you felt like you got betrayed and you were wounded. And how can I ever overcome? But you have to understand that when you yield yourself to God, and you forgive those that have come against you. Yes, God Lord. will rebuild. God will restore. God will heal. God will mend your broken heart. Yes. He's the great physician. He's the one that goes in there. And he's the only one that can cut away those things. But you need to be real mm -hmm. with God. You need to tell God. He already knows all things, but when you begin to tell him the very things in your heart that you're struggling with, he begins, you begin to allow him to come in and yes. cut those things away. So today, is it okay? Yes, yes. Heavenly Father, yes, Lord. I, in the name of Jesus, Father, I speak to every leader out yes, there who Lord is Jesus. discouraged, who yes, has been Lord. wounded, who has been afflicted, who has been persecuted. Father, they were doing everything you told them to do, but there came an enemy yes, that came Jesus. in to try to wound them and afflict them and hurt them, Father, and sent fiery, fiery darts of yes, the wicked Lord. one. And Lord, they didn't have the full armor of God. Maybe they were too busy doing ministry and they 
They didn't get in that secret place or they were too busy, God, praying for others and they never got back in their word and they were doing your business, God, but they weren't spending quality time with you, God. I pray, Lord, that you woo them back, God, to you. I pray that you draw them back to you, God. I pray that they enter into that secret place with you, God, and you begin to heal their brokenhearted, heal their wounds, God. Begin, Father God, to strengthen them, God. Begin to revive them, God. Begin to speak life into them, God, and get them back to that place, Lord, that you will strengthen them to continue, God, to go forward and to do everything that you've called them to do and to be, God, that they will not allow men to put, Father, a title on them, Lord, but they will allow you, God, to speak to them and to minister to them, God, and they would, uh, Father, allow the word to rebuild them, God. So I pray, Lord, for every broken heart out there, Father, those that were discouraged, God, that you would have a holy visitation with them, God, and that you would draw them back to you and rebuild them, Lord. I thank you, Father, right now in the name of Jesus for those leaders, Lord, that you are establishing now and that you would pour your love so that they can love the unlovable, they can love the critical, and they can love the judgmental because with your love, your love will never fail. Your love covers the multitude of sin. So, Lord, we thank you for your love, not our love. (laughs) Yes, Lord. Welcome. We are here once again from Table Talk. We give you uh, praise and glory from Chino, California. I am so excited today to have my BFF, Apostle Dr. (laughs) Venetia Tapia. She is here today to share with me the word. And we're excited about what God is doing in this month of March We thank God for everything that he is doing, but I want to introduce her. Most of you know, or those of you that don't, because this is going around the world. This is Table Talk International. We like talking, and we like sharing, and we like giving nuggets and keys to maybe help you um, deal with daily situations. We got the coronavirus that's going rapid. Well, we're not afraid because we got our praise on and our worship on. So let me introduce to you my BFF, Apostle Dr. Venetia Tapia. Well, thank you for having me, Apostle. Uh, We're excited today. Uh, Our topic is praise. Yes. So we're going to talk about the power of praise. And I think God has given us some key uh, things to bring out on praise so you guys can be free to praise the Lord. And praise is like a bomb. It's explosive. And we just want to go over some points today. Yes, yes. And Apostle, I'm just going to let you lead and okay I'm gonna go ahead okay and <laughs> let's do this you know we we're best friends so we get along good we flow together so it's going to be simple for us we just here to bless you and and encourage you today yes. and and i i wanted to talk about praise because 
I find that it's very difficult sometimes to praise the Lord when we're going through difficult times. Yes. And each one of us in this journey we call life, we will have difficult challenges, right, Fran? Right. But we're going to show you through the word how praise, how worship help those within the word. Amen? Yes. So if it helped them, it's going to help us. So we're about, I want to talk about Paul and Silas and um when they were in prison and it's a very familiar story but i want to i want to talk about how that regardless of their situation regardless of them being in a difficult time they were able in spite of being beaten in spite of everything they went through they were still able to worship god and to praise pray and worship so in this particular story, what I find so amazingly is that they didn't let their circumstance, friend, stop them from praise and worship. Yes. And the awesome thing was, we read in verse 25 that at midnight, so at midnight, because they were able, friend, to worship and to pray in spite of their situation, not only did God send an earthquake that shook everything up, their their chains were loosed and 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 there was a there was a big manifestation because not only were their chains and the doors open but the keeper mm. of the prison uh was that was asleep heard them he heard them so when you and i go through something and it's difficult people are watching us they're watching right they're listening. so share a little bit about maybe a time you went through something and 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 you've had a lot of times to go through something, yes, but whatever's on your heart, friend, <laughs> what helped you and what did you do? You know, from praise helped me mm -hmm. for sure. That's it helped me. You know, I was just going over David, David's life and how through everything that he went through, yes. he always praised the Lord. Yes. You know, and David was a man after God's heart. Yes. And I believe one of the reasons was is because he was a man that knew how to praise the yes, Lord. Yes. And yes. you know, I you know, even with the loss of my son, mm. you know, that's heavy duty. Yes. That's so rough to go through losing a child. And when I lost my son, I felt like I had to pick up my praise. Wow. I, not only that, pick up my prayer life, you know, double time because it was there was such a, uh, a heaviness that was trying to come upon me wow. and I wanted to grieve, but I wanted to do it healthy. And I knew that praising would take me through my grieving. Wow. And, you know, just like David, every time he mentions uh, praise, he's going through something. Can I just say hey, this? Please, one? please. So I went through Psalms real quickly. And if I had a chance, I would have went through a lot of it. But I went through some because it's so right. short on time. But in Psalms chapter 7, verse 1, it, David is crying out for justice. He's being persecuted. And what mm. does he do in that chapter? He praises the Lord. Wow. And in Psalms chapter 18, 1, it's a song of victory. This is when God delivered him from Saul and his enemies. Mm. And he, um, he began to sing right after the fight. He had a song of victory, a song wow. of praise. Wow. And in Psalms 28, 1, he was crying out for help. And right in this chapter, mm. as he's crying out for help, 
he gives a praise. Wow. Right? The word praise is mentioned in each of these. In Psalms 32, it's all about praising God. Wow. It's, or, excuse me, 33, it's devoted to praising God. In Psalms 34, 1, he's praying for deliverance, and in the midst of that, he, he gives a praise to God. So whether he's being persecuted, whether he's won a battle, whether he was crying out for help, or um, being a prayer of deliverance, he was always wow. praising God. So looking at David's life and, you know, now that we're trained up in the Lord, yes. I knew that when I lost my son, I had to praise wow. the Lord because that's how we enter into his courts, wow. right? We enter into his gates with thanksgiving yes. and into his courts with praise. Yes. So I had to be in his presence to take off that heaviness. Wow. So would you say just to survive, yes. wow, that horrible mm -hmm. ordeal, um, we would wish that upon any anybody no. because I don't know your pain, but as your friend, I watched you conquer. I watched you continue to preach. I watched you to continue to lead. I watched you, friend, and I thought, my God, and I only God can do something like oh that. So there are mothers out there that and fathers, yes. friend, that can't get past their pain mm. and um. I know someone that is now grieving, but she's doing the same thing. She's holding on mm -hmm. to God. She's holding on to his word. So would you say that the only thing that got you through was praising? I would say that was one of the things, yes. but it, it was a key thing. The key thing. And, and, you know, I was thinking about praise today. And what happens is when we praise, we take the focus off of yes. us and it's all on God. Yes. So when we have our focus all on God, then God begins to pour out on us. Right. Right. And it's because when we're not praising, the enemy has a chance to come in. David, throughout the book of Psalms, even he in Psalms 150, and he says, let everything that have breath, wow. praise you the yes. Lord. And I... Psalms 150 has six verses, mm. but 13 times he mentions wow. the word praise, praise, right? In Psalms, he says, praise him with the harp. And you know, he used to play the harp. Yes. How did he enter into the king's courts in the king's palace in the first place? He entered into King Saul yes. in the palace because, yes. of praise. because of praise. He took the harp in and he began to yes. praise. Yes. And it drove out the spirit of torment that was upon Saul. So if he enters in to Saul's presence, he got to come in yes. because he knew how to praise yes. the Lord with the heart. Yes. And so that's what got him into the presence of the king. That's the same thing that gets us ah. into the presence of the king. Right, Is a worship. So, friend, so that is so amazing because, so then would you say that the enemy's strategy then would possibly be to keep us from praising mm, because yes, he friend. knows, he because he knows he's watched it all and seen it throughout the ages mm -hmm. that that when people praised things happen right and and like king david was able to even dispense get rid of evil spirits because of his praise or his worship oh, even after so his mom his wife mocked him she sure right? did okay so our praise <laughs> our praise our praise should be so motivated by our love for god our love for God, our drive for God, that it helps us forget ourselves. Yeah. Right? We need to forget oh, ourselves. Oh, my Lord. Be <laughs> we need to get out of we self. We get right? out of self. 
like your t-shirt, shut the flesh up. Yes, shut the flesh up. <laughs> because, you know, I think about when uh, Paul and Silas were in prison, mm -hmm. they had every reason, right, to be down, right, to accuse, to say, God, why? Why did you forget to me? To be offended. To be offended. Mm -hmm. And, um, Okay, so there's a good word right there, friend, offended. Mm -hmm. So can someone really worship if they're offended? No, because the word of God says, worship me in spirit and truth, not in flesh and lies. And if you're offended, you're in the flesh. Okay. So how are you going to worship the Lord? All right. So, that's good, huh, oh, That's very good. <laughs> okay, so so then that, so the enemy is trying to get us from worshiping, so those are his keys. Yes. So his keys are to get us offended because if we're offended, Oh, David could have got offended a lot of times in his praise because most of his praise came from captivity. Yeah. Right? When he was in the cave, he praised. When he was being chased, he praised. So that tells me that while we're being persecuted, while we're being chased, while we're in a tight place, our, our way out of that place is through praise. Yes. Oh, my gosh. What a weapon. What a weapon. So today we want to say to you that yes. if you... Focus on anything. Ask God to have the Holy Spirit help you to teach you how to praise. Yeah. I know it's not easy because when you're going through stuff and there is a hard place you're in and everything. Wow. My friend was able to do it with the help of the Holy Spirit yeah. in a horrible place. But yet God saw her through because she was able to pray and praise. Well, Paul and Silas were in a horrible place, but because they were able to pray and praise, mm -hmm. God even sent an earthquake. In the times that we are in right now, with all the diseases, this is just the beginning. I'm not trying to scare anybody, but it's true. The Bible says that many horrible things will come upon the planet Earth. We as a house of God need to hang on to Christ. Yes, Amen. Friend. And we need to worship, we need to praise, and we need to pray. We need to focus on God because he is our rescuer. He is the only one that can help us. Uh, my friend brought this window, and I want her to show it. Uh, right now because I want you to see because we are visual learners we learn mm -hmm. by what we see and she's good at that that's part of her gift so I want her to get this out and well, I want this is this is David's wife when David was dancing with uh -huh. all his uh -huh. might she was looking at the window okay right now friend if, if you had if you were looking out the window could you see clearly? No. She couldn't see clearly either. No. Because she had a religious spirit, I believe. Oh, wow. She was offended because of the way he was praising. Wow. David was from Judah, and Judah means praise. He yes. was a praiser, but yes. her dad was a king also, wow. and he was King Saul, and he was from the Benjamites. Yes. And they weren't praisers like Judah was. Wow. So maybe her dad didn't enter... Her, the heaven, her heavenly father, our God's courts, the way David did. Right. So she thought it wasn't the right way. So wow. she was religious. So she got offended. You cannot, and and plus, the Ark of the Covenant was there. Yeah. So if the Ark of the Covenant is there, shouldn't your eyes be on God yes. and not on man? Yes. So her eyes were on the wrong thing. Yes. When you're worshiping and praising God, your eyes shouldn't be on others. They should be on God. God. So she was looking at David with the religious spirit. That's what you call window pane. 
<laughs> right? Window pain. You can't see that causes oh. pain to who? Friend. The one that's looking through with the religious oh, eye, the one no. that's looking through. You may have bitterness, you may have jealousy, you may have anger, and you can't understand why everybody else praises the way they praise. But if you ask God, mm. God, come into my heart, forgive me of my sins, and take this from me, that's when the window comes down and you're able to see wow. clearly. Clearly. Right? And then you're able to, she wasn't even able to lift up her hands because she was in window pane. Oh, wow. She couldn't even, <laughs> she couldn't she, even see. So her whole vision was blocked. It was blinded. Wow. So she was blinded. She couldn't even. So when a person blinds, probably the next thing they do is judge. Right. Because we tend to judge what we don't understand. That's what she was doing. Oh, my gosh. So in this time, we're trying mm. to provoke you. We're trying to have you practice mm -hmm. praise. I know usually if you've not been taught well or mentored about it, it's difficult, especially if you come from a religious church. Right, right. Or religious way of thinking. Uh, mm -hmm. It's difficult. But if you ask the Holy Spirit to help you to praise Him, to worship Him, to honor Him, to put your eyes on Him, it will be easier and easier and easier and there's something unique that takes place he marries into our worship mm, and into our praise so and i remember there were difficult times where i didn't have something to praise god for in the natural if i were to look at it friend oh, i didn't have right. anything on the outside just like you didn't at that moment but there was something about when i did make up of my mind to praise him for something and that, that's what we have to do sometimes because sometimes we're in a testing season mm -hmm. where everything doesn't look good. Your, your finances aren't okay. Your health is not okay. Maybe your husband just left you. Your wife just left you. Then you got to trust God and you got to hold on to the word and you got to praise him on credit, I yes, call it. Right? That's good. And when you do, the glory and his presence settles on you. That's good, friend. Right? Mm -hmm. So, so friend. Friend, so give them an example of praise. Praise. Yes. Okay. What I like to do is I like to put on a worship song. And when I put that worship song, oh, my goodness, it will take me there, friend, and by myself. Oh, by I yourself. like to worship by myself because <laughs> nobody's watching. Right. I can dance before the Lord and I can weep before the Lord. There's something about doing it by yourself. You know why? Because you're not doing it to impress anyone right. and you're not doing it and you're Come not on. caring about eyes on you and how righteous or how holy you look. You're doing it just to him. I would suggest do it just for him by yourself and you will see him come in look here he mm. broke he opened up prison doors loosed their chains the enemy could not keep them bound friend no and they were praying and praising prayer i yes. call that pnp all right pnp like, like tnt, TNT. right <laughs> <laughs> that's dynamite. That's dynamite. So, ooh, go so ahead, friend. P, you know, no, PMP is like TNT. So if you try your PMP, you will have the TNT effect. Ooh, oh, come it. on, somebody. And God will move in. He will change things. He will move things. He will open doors. He will heal you. He will heal your family. 2020 is a year, friend. I am expecting for great 
miracles, signs, yes. and wonders. Mm -hmm. And so what's happening in the world right now within our nation and with everything happening, the devil wants us to take our eyes off of God. Don't you dare for one second, one minute, you put your eyes on God and don't move them from there. And know that he is a protector, mm -hmm. right, friend? He is a protector. And and talk a little bit about Obed and, and what happened Obed, when he yeah. had... When he had the when, when he, he had, had the, the, ark of the, the ark of the covenant there in his presence oh. because the ark of the covenant is where God would come and sit and his presence would be. Well, Obed Edom had it in his house because yes. David was afraid to keep it. Yes. after Uzzah stuck yes. his hand out and, and died, and died. Right? Uh -huh. and so Obed Edom had it in his house and he was blessed. Oh my! He was blessed because he was praising and worshiping in his house. The presence oh was my. in his house. The Lord says, "I inhabit the praises yes. of my." people you know friend i want to tell you this yes. real quick story i had this dream one time and i was praying for this person i can't remember if it was a man or lady now but anyways as i prayed for this person they began to manifest mm. and she started to get very angry and she started to manifest and you can see there was a demon in her and she started oh. screaming and screaming and i stood in front of her and i said the blood of jesus the blood of jesus but as i did i began to praise oh, and dance wow. around do you know that that person couldn't do anything? It couldn't touch me. It couldn't move. Wow. It paralyzed the person in my dream because I was praising. I believe that's what happens when we begin to praise wow. God. We begin to paralyze the enemy. He becomes uh, he becomes defeated, a defeated foe because we praise. And that's wow. why he wants to come in and hinder us. Now, we were made, a violin is made to yes. worship and to praise yes. for a purpose, a reason. And we were made for a purpose. Many, we have many purposes, but one, we were made as an instrument of praise. Yes. That means we can clap our hands, yes. we can stomp our feet. Yes. We have praise built into us. Well, the enemy did too. Oh, yes. I was when he was in heaven, friend, thing. he had all the instruments within him. He had praise built in within him. What more could you ask for? Right. But he became prideful and got kicked down. So he hates praise. Hates it. He hates it. That's why he tries to stop it and come against it. Oh, because every time we praise, mm -hmm. he's reminded of what he used to have. That's right. Friend. Oh, my God. Do you know that I, I, I learned this many, many years ago? I don't remember where uh, or who taught this, but our voice mm -hmm. is when it hits the atmosphere or the spear, by the time it gets into the different levels of the spirit, it, it turns into a certain color. Wow. So remember, mm -hmm. Lucifer had all the colors. His yes. instruments were... So <laughs> we don't know when we're praising, by the time it hits the kingdom of God, what color, what color, what color right now are we releasing by sharing this gospel, by sharing this praise, by encouraging someone, by saying you need to praise God? I don't care if you're de in depression. It, the quickest way to get out of depression is to praise, mm -hmm. to praise. Because when you praise, you're taking your eyes off of you and you're putting them on God. And you might be saying, I can't do it. Yes, you can. The Bible says I can do all things through Christ. What strengthens me? We are here. She is a walking testimony of that. Come on, somebody. A walking testimony. I seen her with my own eyes mm -hmm. that while her son slipped into eternity, my friend was able to continue to 
pray yes. and praise. And not just that, she became a bigger weapon against the enemy, her and her husband. Yes. And, and this is what I'm here to say. No matter what you go through, you become a bigger weapon against the enemy. The Bible says that he turns everything around, friend. Yes. And, but it starts with praise. And if you would ask God, we're in the month of March, the beginning of March. If you would ask God, God, release the ability to praise you into my life. That is why I love it when the when the worship team's here, friend, and everybody's worshiping. But you know what? Real worship is a form of our actions, and it's also, a, I like it by myself. Right. I really do, because it's intimate. Yes. And I believe God wants to take the house of God back into intimacy. And, um, mm. you know, King David, friend, through everything he went through, you read some of it in Psalms. He was in difficult difficult places all the time, but he all praised. Time, but he praised, and I oh love gosh. that. You know, I heard a story about a, a pastor. He had a daughter that she she um, had a mental breakdown, mm. and she was in a, you know a mental home. And for I believe it was seven years, this pastor went every single day and he what? prayed for his daughter um. every day, every day, every day. And one day he told the Lord, Lord. Why is it that nothing's happening? I have faith. When I lay hands on her, no. I believe. And the Lord says, praise me. Wow. So he went in the next time and he began to praise the Lord and it shifted. There we go. And she knew who he was. For those seven oh. years, she didn't know who he was. Wow. But when, see, we got to know when to shift. You're right. Sometimes yes. we're, we're always praying, but yes, are you yes. always praying? Do you know how to shift gears like a right. car and, yes. get into, and get into that praise? Sometimes yes. we have to praise before we pray. That's right. right? Sometimes, That's right. you know, we have to learn how to shift. And because he shifted. Wow. You know, sometimes God says, just thank me. Just thank me <laughs> and I'll do it. We've been praying and praying and praying, but when are you going to thank him? For already doing wow. it. So that's faith, right? That, I was going to say. Because, yes. Right, friend? Yes. That is faith. So he took it. He took a different approach. So he shifted. He created his miracle by his praise. Because to oh, praise, you have to be thankful. That's something good, friend. Oh, what? He created a miracle by his praise. Yo, see? That's good. <laughs> because look, that's what they did. The right. miracle was created because oh my they gosh. praise. So praise creates miracles. Miracles. Wow. Whoa. So that's why the devil wow. tries to stop us from praising. Right. But I made up my mind, friend, that I'm going to praise him. I'm going to praise him like I've never right, praised friend. him before because mm -hmm. 20 Me and too. 20 is a place of praise. It's a And you know what? Praise. I've heard people that had um, different disorders they didn't respond to anything, but they responded to music. Mm. There's something there. Because the brain, I, I believe when um, music is on, the, all of the brain is being used. Oh, there we go. So the praise, we need to praise. We need to thank God for everything that he is doing, friend. Yes. So I, I just want to encourage you out there. Learn to praise God. Learn to really pour yourself out on yes. him. And you will see the signs, the wonders, and the miracles that we are believing for in this hour. I don't know what you're going through. Only God knows what you're going through. Um, but everyone's going through something right now. But this whole month, I just feel like God is saying, praise me. Yes. Praise me with all your heart. Praise me with all your soul. Praise me with everything that you have. 
If you've not tried it before, try it. Maybe that's the missing key. Right. Maybe they're doing what that man did. They're praying and praying and praying and praying, but they haven't created a miracle, yeah. an atmosphere for miracle, because they've excluded praise. Mm. Praise is a form of thanking God ahead of time, yeah. right? Oh, right. Because you can't praise him unless you're thankful. Amen? So, friend, I know that there's people out there that... Um, are hurting and having a difficult time, uh, why don't you say something to them and then let's pray for them. I believe this message was a divine appointment. If yes. you're in a place where you feel discouraged or you feel maybe maybe you're going through oppression or depression or maybe you, you've suffered a loss of a loved one, mm. I encourage you to start praising God. You say, well, how do I even do it? Well, let me tell you this to rejoice well how do rejoice is like a button wow that that ignites praise and oh, you say well how do i rejoice when i good. when i suffered a loss well you have to remember you have to rewind you have to reboot you have to go back so remember what god mm. has done for you bring it back rewind reboot remember bring it back so you can rejoice mm. and when you begin to rejoice about what god has done there's something that god has done for you and when you begin to rejoice it's going to stir up a praise within you yes. and you can praise him for what he did do and you can praise him for seeing you through and you yes. can praise him for you getting through you can praise him for the past the present and the future yes. so i encourage you to lift up your hands and just praise the lord remember we just we just huh. got a revelation that praise yes. causes miracles yes. it opens prison yes. doors it looses chains it causes things to oh, shake it causes the God. earth to shake praise does remarkable things and if you would praise him it would get your eyes off of what you're going through off of yourself and it would get it unto the lord yes yes amen so let's she encouraged you i'm yes. gonna encourage you uh you might be sitting there right now you might be saying, that's easy for you to say, you don't know what I'm going through. We don't know. And we've both been there. Yes. And, and before we got to where we are right now, there were seasons in our life where we felt like you didn't know what we were going through either. But we've come mm -hmm. out of that place. And we can now look back and yes. reflect and tell you one thing. The one thing that really helped us was praise. I want to say it's not over yet. I know it may look dark. It may look like it's not going to change. It's impossible. I know that. But God will turn things around. He will help you. He will grace you. He will have mercy on you. It's not over yet. Your story is not done yet. So we're going to pray for you right now. We're going to ask God to strengthen you. So if you, wherever you're at, if you would just bow your head and just we're going to release a prayer. There's an anointing here with us today. There is no distance in prayer. This I believe God can touch around the world right now and encourage you and touch you and heal you in that broken, lonely, depressed place. Father, I thank you, God, that your anointing is being released right now, God. I know that there is no distance in prayer. I've seen you heal people in other states, God, because we have faith, and you're a God that knows all things. There is no limit to you, God. So I thank you. We thank you together, God, that you will open up their eyes and give them the ability, the insight to be able to worship you, to praise you, to pray and to praise the PN 
TNP, God, which will create TNT, God, so that you will open doors, a prison doors. Many are going to be set free. The captive will be set free. Your loved ones aren't going to stay where they are. God is going to release them, but God wants to hear your faith. He wants to hear, do you love him enough to praise him, even though you're going through something? So I decree and I declare that today will be a different day for you. You will stretch yourself. You will praise him. You will put worship music on and you will get lost in his presence and watch God do what God does best, which is heal, deliver, and set the captive free. We love you from Chino, California. And we say blessings, get ready for 20 and 20 is going to be a year like never before. Open up your expectors, praise him like you've never praised him. If you don't have a church, there will be displayed on the screen later our address. Come and visit us. Uh, look online and you'll find my friend wherever she's preaching. Get there. You must be in a church that's on fire. A church that loves God. A church that praises God. Get out of the staleness of where you've been and step into a fiery place. We love you and God bless you. God bless you.